0: North Tokers. This is episode 29, July 31st, 2016, your host Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Today is a special assignment given out to Mid Toker to cover the City Council's confusion about zoning, schools, churches. Let's see what the city council did. We've got one thing really special to note here. One thing is distances. We can note how someone can come in just with confidence, like Mister Pomeroy did with his um, Union Hall. He comes in, says some things, drops the word school district, and all of a sudden, everyone gets confused and worried. We're not, we're not far enough away. They just would have asked someone from the borough to come. We've already done all these things. Let's get this show on the road. Um, back to the point. What we need to do is look at. Mayor Eberhardt and Councilman Matherly; those two are running against each other for mayor, coming in October. Matherly's out of a seat. Matherly's trying to take the lead. Um, we'll see. Seems like a little bit of like this Peter Milarnick, how um he's not holding things up, but he definitely guides how things are presented to a authority board making decisions about cannabis. So um. Let's get right into it. Let's go right to um, public comment on no protest for good sense.
1: Hi, this is Joe Zimmerman. I live out at P.O. Box 65 in Saugia, not in the box, but pretty close and this is to talk about the uh, prohibition of marijuana, and I know how that worked out with alcohol. That worked out really well. So it's like a thing to where our, our our government is telling us these crazy, wacky things. I watched this movie when I was growing up called Reefer Madness. and it was like just these people smoking and go bonkers and that. I smoke it from my grandma and sit there, and she'd go, well, oh, come on, come on, do something. It does not do that to you. In studies, they say that it... It relaxes people. It makes them feel mellow. You want to maybe whack somebody's head with a donut. Come on. I mean, all these people in the the jail, 80 more percent is because of alcohol. And I don't want my kids to grow up to be a crack addict or a heroin addict or whatever it may be. I would rather see more control over alcohol because what it's doing to our kids. Marijuana, most of my bosses tell me they want a crew that smokes marijuana. They are there the next day. And so... I, it's off, off the track here, but I think firemen and, and uh, police should be the highest paid employees of the city, of the borough. They do things that, oh, shoo, oh, Ah, okay. oh, phew, okay. Let's just say, uh, talking about marijuana being tried and te- uh, tested, this has been going on for years and years and years. And you're going to tell me we need more studies, more studies, more studies? Come on, it's silly. I mean, at least get it under your control to where people are not going around the back streets and doing all this crazy stuff. Put it out in the open where people can have it. They have to have a card maybe that says they have that. I don't know. But it's like people don't want their kids to grow up to do that. And if that's their choice, that is their choice. Oh, boy. All right. Say, say in my life I've got stoned high, whatever you want to call it, doctors, lawyers maybe even ex-governors it, to me it doesn't affect you as a person nothing does unless you let it so it's in your control to get things under control but it's not a thing that's going to hurt people
2: no way be heavy any questions council Thank you Mr.
3: Zimmerman.
0: Thank you. Okay, now what we're going to hear is them talking about the new cultivation license for good sense. And immediately we have a, we find out if there's a motion to protest until the certificate of occupancy can be done. And Gatewood is the first to question things, so keep that in mind. He's the first to question things, but he does, um, at the end, vote to not protest. But he's, he brings things up. He throws things on the table. Um, we hear public testimony from Frank Turney, and now he, he talks about prices and taxes and how um, if the price is too high, he's going to be forced to go to the free market enterprises. He talks about it. Particularly for medicinal purposes, and I really see this as a factor for particularly edibles. When you're looking at a five milligram dose, that's that's really nothing. Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see who's making their own, I suppose. And at the end, he ends up with the Raven talking about how many plants people can grow. And just the other day, um, Governor Walker signed an HB seventy-five where he says now you can have six plants per person, maximum of. 12 if you have two people living in the house again it's still going to be half flowering and half um uh, growing vegging but um till that so now let's move on
4: we're at item c under special orders the fairbanks city council sitting as a committee of the whole will hear interested citizens concerned with the following application for a new marijuana cultivation facility license public testimony will be taken and limited to five minutes this is a marijuana cultivation facility license number 10279. The DBA is Goodsense, LLC. The licensee applicant is Goodsense, LLC at 2604 <coughs> Davis Road, Fairbanks, Alaska.
2: Is there a motion to protest until a certificate of occupancy is issued? So moved.
4: Second.
5: As well as building permits and there was some other. there was more than just a certificate of occupancy.
2: There are inspections by, I think, the fire department and building department. And my understanding is it takes both of those department inspections before certificate of occupancy can be issued. Is that correct?
6: That's my understanding.
2: But if those are done, then the certificate of occupancy is done. The- okay. So we have a second. Is there any member of the public who would like to testify about this license? Please come forward now and let us have your name and address. <coughs>
3: Yeah, Frank Turney, 329 uh, 6th Avenue, uh, Fairbanks. Uh, is this the good sense you're talking about? Yes, sir. No. The good sense? Yep. Good
2: sense.
3: Yeah, I've been to the good sense location on 2604 Davis Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. I went in and checked the warehouse uh, on the square footage of it. And, uh, evidently, uh, they rented that from an in- individual that owns that warehouse. It's uh, probably right there at Davis Road. You know where the service station is. It's right behind there. Um, I think the guy's got a legitimate business. Also, he will be have a, a an edible place where people can buy cannabis edibles. Also, so I do support, and I hope the city council will take action and support that. And uh, also, I'll just go ahead while I'm here; I don't have to come up again. Also, uh, I support D here for the marijuana cultivation, rather cannabis, excuse me, cultivation facility, the Great Alaska Bud Company. Uh, I also support that, both of them. And um, I just hope, I have to put this out here, I just hope that the mayor, that the prices are not high. I don't know what they're going to be, but if they're too high with a $50 state tax plus what the city's going to be looking at, I believe a 6% tax and match it with a borough, I'm afraid it's going to force people, mostly for medicinal purposes, it's going to force people what I call the free market enterprise. People call it the black market and they're going to still push people to that. In fact, if I need medicinal thing, that's where I'll go is the free market enterprise versus. And also, I, you know, we don't have enough news here regarding the Raven decision. 1975, you can go up to so much plants in your own home. You don't have to worry about any regulation. Thank you.
2: Any questions, Council? <coughs> Thank you, Mr. Turney.
0: next up is kevin Pomeroy. he is representative of the alaska labor training trust he he was for opposition to good sense based on a zoning issue talking about a church being under a thousand feet and he says his labor union is under 500 feet and it's a school um first of all he goes into saying it's connected with fairbanks north star borough school district i think it's a little bit of a stretch. It's post-secondary. Um, any training that happens on uh, through the Alaska Labor Training Trust is done over on Van Horn. Um, as you'll hear someone talk in the Alaska uh, the, the Alaska CC board, CCB board meeting, um, I'll play that after Kevin Pomeroy, and you will hear how they decide on how things went. Um, his final thing, he just bases it on a school, um, and, and it's not a school. And he says it the quickest pedestrian path. He's wrong there too. It's not straight as the crow flies. It's not how you can walk. It's a sidewalk. That's what it is. His distance is eighteen hundred feet from the school, from the church, and from his training trust. It's nine hundred feet, both under zoning limits by state and borough. But we'll let him object. Remember an objection, anyone? Um, as you'll hear Cynthia Franklin later anyone can object. You just have to consider it. That's it.
7: Here we go. Good evening, Mayor, Council Members. Uh, My name is Kevin Pomeroy. While I reside outside of the city limits, I'm the business manager for Laborers Local 942 at 2740 Davis Road. I'm also trustee for the Alaska Laborers Training Trust. I'm here to speak in opposition for the Marijuana Cultivation Facility License being considered at 2604 Davis Road. Labor's Local 942 has resided at their current location at 2740 Davis Road for almost 20 years. Our federally registered apprenticeship program and training campus is a drug-free school zone, which partners with the Fairbanks Pipeline Training Center, Helmets to Hardhats, Women in the Trades, Alaska Works Partnerships, Tanana Chiefs, Fairbanks North Star School District, as well as other rural school districts. And other post secondary vocational training schools. The Alaska Laborers Training Trust works closely with the various school districts throughout the year with varying numbers of junior high and high school students <laughs> coming to our campus, taking part in career academies, job fairs, and hands on training at our school. Additionally, many of the students that apply for and are taken into our federally registered apprenticeship program are under the age of 21. Our campus location and property shares a 225-foot of frontage along Ada Street with lot 2, block 17A, the property being considered for the application. That puts it, in my opinion, within the 500-foot buffer zone. According to the Alaska Administrative Code 306.990, subsection 23, a licensed premise means any or all designated portions of a building or structure or rooms and it goes on to give the, the definition. Additionally, uh, 306.10 states that the board will not issue a marijuana-established license if the licensed premise will be located within 500 feet of a school ground, a recreation or youth center, or a correctional facility. The distance specified in this subsection must be measured by the shortest pedestrian route. I take that to mean you walk out the door, you walk... And, and going that route, you're within our, you're at the boundaries, the outer boundaries of our school, in less than 355 feet. The proposed facility would also be within a thousand feet of the federal buffer zone, with this close proximity to Zion Lutheran and Open Arms Daycare Center. And why, for the life of me, the state of Alaska or any other municipality would opt to have a buffer zone less than. The uh, federal 1,000 feet for those types of facilities just seems like those entities are opening themselves up for a land uh, lawsuit at some point. So in closing, I urge you not to approve the application for 2604. While I'm sure there is an appropriate place for this type of business, 306.10 states that it can't be this close to our school. Thank you.
2: Any questions, Council? Thank you, Mr. Pomeroy. Mr.
7: Chair, Ms. Melis, can correct so, me Wells- if I'm I think the laborers are trying to stretch the,
8: the definition of school. Um, any place of employment that trains employees under the age of 21 can make this argument, and the entire state would be effectively zoned out. I don't think that their protest meets the requirements of set forth in our regulation. Again, Ms. Melis, mm-hmm. correct me if. if
4: Mm-hmm. I
9: suspect that's true. I just want to look at it for a few minutes
6: because I'm not familiar with this particular training facility. Mr. Chair, if I could just clean the record up a little bit for Mr. Emmett's statement, um, it's it's not a protest, it's an objection. And the and it, you know, there are two issues here. One objection would be this is a school so it doesn't qualify, but generally anyone can object to a marijuana establishment for any reason. And there's no requirement that it meet something. It's just a requirement that the board consider the objection, no matter what it is and what it's for, even if it doesn't violate any of the regulations. So just thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, Mr. Chair, I might have a little insight. As my husband's the apprenticeship coordinator for the Alaska Laborers Training School in Anchorage, And which is like the sister um, union to this one, and the training that they do at the school is for um, adults uh, who are eighteen years old. Um, The youngest members that they have, I believe, are usually apprentices, but they have to be eighteen to be apprentices. So, I could uh, tell the board that when we had the issue come up on the alcohol side of what was a school, we ruled looking for a school district and a school district attorney to talk to us about that being a school. There's an exception on the alcohol side and Ms. Milks can tell us if we managed to capture it on this side of college students not... college or post-high school training not being a school.
10: Any comments on, on this particular... I think the one with the uh, churches... I mean, it doesn't fall within our 500-foot... rule. Well, I understand that the federal... What the federal law or the school safety zones, but that's not something in our regulations. So, I mean,
7: we're not, not uh, I mean, we're wrong about what is in our regulations. I do understand if there's a concern on that. But the other
11: one is for this training school. Any comments or discussion on that? I do there's any concern
0: Let's hear what Dan Peters of Good Sense has to say, as well as good friend,
10: Joe Zimmerman. Hello, my name is Daniel Peters. I'm the owner of good Sense LLC at 2604 Davis Road. <clears throat> I'd just like to let you know a few facts. Now, for one, this industry is heavily regulated. Cannabis production and sales... Uh, and everything that's going into it is being extremely looked at. And I understand that. I know it's scary. So I just want to let everyone know that we're going to do the best job we can if we get into this. And uh, <clears throat> as far as the laborers' hall is concerned, they are not a K-12 school. They don't meet that buffer zone requirement. We are 900 feet from the daycare. We are... Uh, <clears throat> the state requirements 500 feet from the open arms daycare we're 900 so I think we've met all of the borough and state buffer distances we've been through the borough uh, and all of their requirements I don't see any of these other things being a problem this is uh, just prohibition at its finest and uh, I'd like to thank you for considering us as an actual legal business, doing good in this community. So thank you.
2: Any questions, Council? Mr. Claver.
12: Mr. Peters, thank you. I have a question for you. Um, I know over at the borough right now they're looking at um, some legislation on on-site consumption. I don't see that in your plan. You're just you are growing and wholesaling essentially or retailing. Yes, sir. Are you wholesaling too?
10: Uh, If we wholesale, we'll wholesale to ourselves as a retailer should we get that license. That's up in September.
12: But you have no plans for on-site consumption? No, sir. Would you consider that, um, if that restriction were put on it, would you be onerous to that?
10: If the restriction of no on-site consumption were to be enacted? I don't have a problem with that. The traffic pattern in my area doesn't really allow for that. I mean, the street's busy there. I couldn't see people coming here to my site having consumed and driving away easily, or at all. I just don't, uh, it's not that I disagree with it. I'd like to still see consumption occur, not in my area specifically.
11: Thank you. Mr. Cruz. Mr. Peters, I was uh, going to bring this up before this debate started, but I'm going to be moving to postpone the vote on yours until our next meeting Um, I've talked with uh, the one of the board members of the Alaska marijuana control board Bruce Schulte and he says your next meeting is September 7th if we postpone you'll be on the first uh, docket in August what I'd like to see is from the borough with every application coming now is coming from the borough, and I'll be talking with Miss uh, Smart. Um, the borough has a GIS program showing where all the locations are, um, so that way we can see. You. Like you said, I'm 900 feet away. Make sure you're within one total compliance. That way, when people come up and ask and say something like that, do you have a, a document like that with you tonight? Yes, sir. I have an
10: email that we've uh, discussed with. Uh, I believe it's uh, Brian Schimmel. Would, would, I'm, I'm not
11: certain who, but. Do you have it with you tonight? Yeah. Could you please submit that Just to the.
10: One moment, please.
11: That, w- that way there's no question about any distances or anything like that. If you have it. If you do not, um, uh, that, that's fine. We can, um, I, I don't mean to interrupt your business at all. But um, we can we can delay this for one meeting. And have all the information in front of us. I believe.
10: Just give me a moment and see if okay. I have it. Thank you for emailing. your patience. Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't. Have, let's see, I, I don't believe I have it in this packet with me. Exactly right. I, here, I didn't see. It, I didn't see it in your package in front of me either. Yeah. Well, however, I do have it in my email, and I'd be glad to send it to you via email
11: if you'd like. Would you be opposed to us? Um, would you be opposed to us delaying for one meeting so we can so we can confirm this? Uh, when is your next meeting occur? Uh, it is the first Monday in August, and um, that it would not delay your um, approval by the State of Alaska, which your meeting is on September seventh. Well, we are approved by the State of Alaska. Okay, they've given you. They have,
10: they've given us a complete status. They, they, uh, they've, they've, they've given you a license already prior to us weighing in. Uh, yes, sir. No they way.
11: haven't given the license specifically yet. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. No, not yet. I and, suppose it and, is. And if we have this meeting, if we discuss this again at uh, the first Monday in August, this will not delay your, sev- your September 7th uh, approval prior to the board. Are well,
10: you maybe you misunderstand. September 7th is when we are uh, going up for the retail license. We've already been before <laughs> the board okay. Well, for the cultivation. And if we don't cultivate, we won't have anything to sell when they do give us our license in September. Okay, well. And that will, in fact, hold us up. Well. And I'd be happy to provide any documentation you need. We absolutely have this. I just didn't expect that you would need a copy today.
11: What we're looking at, what we're looking at, is uh, your application for a cultivation facility. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that the state gives these out prior to we get us giving a, a protest or non-protest vote from the council. It's part of the, what the requirements are. True. Prior to us doing that, I would like to see the setback requirements that have been met. With that. It will, if we delay this one meeting, it will not infringe upon your time frame that you need for your September 7th meeting.
10: It will infringe on my ability to produce cannabis in a timely manner to open my shop, If we, provided we're, we are uh, given the license even yeah. to retail.
11: Okay. So you have a license now for cultivation.
10: Well, we're on track. If you guys would please give us the authority to go ahead. That's the only thing. And uh, maybe perhaps you could, uh, you've uh, offered this up with respect to the CO inspection that needs to occur. Can't I submit this paperwork as well at, during the time that we get the CO done? I mean, wouldn't that be appropriate as long as I have that all in at the same time?
11: I, well, I'm just, I'm just looking at this, and, and there's questions now about your, your setback requirements, and there's going to be, Questions about everyone's setback requirements. What I'm trying to do is set a standard. Anyone who comes in here, from now on, we want to see this from the borough. And I was told tonight by the um, board member, board member, the Marijuana Control Board, at their meeting, I believe it was last week up here in Fairbanks, they're going to start demanding to see this from the localities uh, to make sure all the setback requirements are adhered to. We don't have this in front of us. Um, if we wait until the next meeting, it will not stop your business because you're scheduled to be in front of the marijuana <coughs> Control Board on the 7th of September. That's their next meeting anyway.
10: I'm only scheduled to be in front of them for retail. So the you've cultivation a, you've, portion has so, been approved. So you've
11: already gotten a cultivation license. Yeah. Uh,
10: it's, you, you keep repeating, have I got a cultivation license? But yeah. You know very well I, I cannot until you give me approval here. But and the cultivation license is so, separate from the retail license. I've met every every requirement from okay, the state.
11: Okay, so so then they they've given you a license pending this action. Is that what yes, you're sir. saying? Yes, okay. sir. This
10: is the last hurdle
11: that I have to jump okay. through. Okay.
10: I'll be back for the retail, though. You can try again.
11: I my my thought is. Uh, um, on this round, not to interfere with you in any way, shape, or form. Thank you. But uh, in the in the future, um, I'll be talking with uh, Ms. Smart, and I want to see every other application that comes in. Yes, sir. I'll make as, sure I as have as every. setback requirements, but I, I'm. just not the type to infringe upon. If it's, it's all you need is, like you said, I believe it, so. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyone else, Mr. Medley.
8: Mr. Peters, I've, I've had some contact with, um, and in the spirit of full disclosure to everybody here, I do attend Zion Lutheran Church, and I have for 30 years. And what are their concerns, and this is something I'd like to know more about, is how it measures from property line, from front door. Because <laughs> Zion is not only a daycare facility, it's also a rehabilitation center on Friday nights, and it's just a regular church. I do put some stock in what Mr. Pomeroy said about what they do. I've been I've actually done music there before where there's been families and kids and whatnot. So I don't want you I don't want you to feel attacked here. I can you're on the defensive here, so just take a breath <coughs> and, and try to look at it from our side as well. You're right next to a church.
2: Mr. Manley, is there a question
8: here? Yeah, there will be a question, Mayor.
2: Because this is question time, and you'll have a chance to discuss it. Others uh, made
8: comments and didn't ask a question, so I would ask for the same consideration. I'll ask a question, sir. Tell me about how you know about the measurement. Tell me what you know about state law to get us from the 500 feet, the 1,000 feet. I heard both of those numbers. So tell me about that. And is Zion Lutheran Church wrong? Are you within their 500 feet or the 1,000 feet limit? So tell me more about that.
10: <clears throat> I... I think they're just mistaken, is all. The thousand feet is a federal. Think or you know? I know, I know for a fact. You also
8: said the word "scary" in the beginning of your comment. I know it's scary. Well, well,
10: I believe believe that that. you all. I think some some of you are frightened of this industry. I I know that. That's okay. I'm going to prove to you that things are fine, and I do have facts supporting all this. We are 900 feet away. We have measured, and we've been to the borough to discuss this at length. And once they had uh, any issue, I'm speaking of uh, Zion Lutheran and the union, once they had issue, we were proactive and immediately went to the borough to discuss this. And, you know, I'm asking them, are your buffer zones wrong? Is your GIS incorrect? Because I want to know these things immediately before I start any more investment. And they absolutely helped out, and they were wonderful and told me that everything is correct, that this is the uh the Lutheran Zion is we are nine hundred feet away, and it's not as the crow flies it's a pedestrian walk <clears throat> the buffer zone from uh the church to us via state is five hundred foot requirement and we we've met that by four hundred feet
5: uh,
10: <clears throat> there's uh there's documentation to support all this so yes i i feel that this is fact indeed
8: so is it a thousand feet or is it 500 feet i've heard both numbers Uh, federally
10: there may be a thousand foot buffer but federally we are also breaking the law just being in this business correct
8: and and that's why it's a it's a sketchy subject with a lot of people that's why banks are, are a little bit paranoid but Tell me how you measure it, so when you say, by the way, of uh, pedestrian walk, it means out your front door, out to the sidewalk on Davis Road, down the road to either the Union Hall or the church. Is it the boundary or to the building? Can you uh, tell me that? From front door to front door.
10: If you walked okay. out of their front door, down their driveway. To Not the cutting street.
8: across the lawn, but down the sidewalk through the parking lot? Yes, sir. Okay. That's what I aim to know. Thank okay. you so much. Mm-hmm.
2: Any You're other welcome. questions, Council? Thank you, sir. Oh, Thank sorry, Ms. Well, my thing.
9: question oh. is more for us, I guess, if this is the appropriate time. Um, the gentleman mentioned having that sort of proof via um, the GIS. Uh, you know, we, we used to... Regularly see that as a part of all um, you know applications through the planning commission, which was very common that we'd have a big map and it would show basically basic distances and whatnot. Um, so, is there a way that we can add that information contingent?
12: In of order
2: I think we're still under public testimony.
9: Okay, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, fine. we are. Okay.
2: Oh. <laughs> Any further questions at this? No, um, sir. Thank you. Any, any other public testimony on this application? Please come forward.
1: All right, Joe Zinnerman from SELCHA, PO Box 65. You know, we're not talking a bunch of kids here. We're talking about adults, us. I mean, this is a thing to where you, the borough, your statement as to where this is happening, I cannot believe that. You guys don't do any research as to where these things are coming from before they come to you? You have to... T- Make a claim to where I don't know if he's sold so far, how far is the liquor store, how far is this? I just can't believe this. And you know, Google right now is designing programs to grow marijuana, to show the profit, to show the grow rate. This is not a little town thing that's happening, this is not. This is everywhere, you guys, everywhere. It's coming, and you got to just own up and, and let it happen. Don't let it happen in the backyards and bathtubs and stuff. Let it happen in front of everybody. That's the only way it's going to be better.
2: Yeah? Any questions, Council? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Anyone else or public testimony on this application? Um,
10: Just one more thing. I did find the email, if any of you would like to view it.
2: Is that something you like? Anyone else for a public uh, testimony on this application? <coughs> Any further public testimony? Seeing none, public testimony is closed.
0: Way to go, Joe. Tell them. Now, here, what I, what's coming up? Seven minutes of the council arguing over consumption. It's a cultivation license. Why are we even talking consumption? It just got lost in that. Um, at one point, Gatewood says, it would just make me feel better if it's in there. Um, do you want to say we can't wear purple on Tuesdays also? Come on. Just listen to this. Miss uh,
2: Huntington, sorry, do you want to go ahead and reiterate what you...
9: Apologies for that. Um, so my question was just if we could make the, make the, um protests contingent on um, also receiving the documentation from the borough um, regarding the distances. I think if that isn't a part of the, the final, um, along with the certificate of occupancy, um, if that would make <coughs> council member more comfortable, um, I don't see why that can't be just a part of it into the future as well, if that's what you know would be rather than, you know, just having it attached, having it
11: be. Yes, um, we have Miss Smart here, and uh, we can get that, and they're, they're the ones in charge of the setbacks of zoning. They have a GIS system, <coughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it's, the state is going to be requiring it. We have a very lengthy application that, that's thicker than any application for alcohol, <coughs> and that way there are no questions for us. So in the future, let's just get it, you know, I'm, I'm looking at what uh, was given to me by Mr. Peters, and uh, <coughs> it says here, based on the information including the objection, it would appear that the Alaska Labor's training would qualify for a B with the above buffer zone of 200 feet. Whether or not it, it also or meets uh, above with a F- 500 feet is less clear based on the information provided for school building. So it's not within the buffer that would hurt it. So without objection... Without an FB, you know, it's, it's basically without an objection, so code enforcement, Planner 3. There you go.
9: But I guess in that case, I probably would revoke my needing to add that, but in the future, I think that would be worthwhile to yeah. consider. Just to yeah, it's a, yeah. something it as we have to have. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's he said, she said, which I think is not yeah. anything that we, the <coughs> council wants to be in that position.
2: Is there any further discussion on the motion to protest until a certificate of occupancy is issued? Mr. Gatewood?
5: Yeah, I um, I have some concerns about some of the questions that were, were raised with respect to the setbacks. Um, well, I'm just not real clear about that. Um, But mr. Peters indicated that to the the question asked by councilman Cleework that he would not have any any problems with um, a stipulation that no consumption happened on the property and I'm kind of trying to balance um, a product that that I don't personally agree with or support with what's been approved by the voters and in trying to uh, uphold the will of the people. So if we attach that rider, if you will, I'm, I'm inclined to uh, waive protest uh, or to go with the protest until the certificate of occupancy <laughs> is obtained.
2: Any further discussion, Council? Mr. Clayworth.
12: Thank you. I guess I'm a little bit confused. Mr. Pomeroy brought up an interesting issue. Um, seems to be a conflict over over a definition of what a school is. This is a vote, they provide training on site, it's basically voc-ed. And is that addressed in the <coughs> law? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, I K
11: th- it's K through 12 is, uh, is what it's addressed as, so.
12: Well, K through 12 also has voc-ed. So, you know, I'm, I'm just a little confused about that. So I was actually kind of hoping for a postponement to see if we could investigate, you know, Mr. Palmer, I was talking about, um, and seeing if there's a potential problem there. Um, and from my comfort level, I, I, I think he raises a very interesting issue. Um. <laughs> But along the lines of of, uh, what Mr. Gatewood said, I I would make a motion that um, we amend this to put one restriction on there that there would be no on-site consumption.
5: second that.
2: Any discussion on the motion, Mr.
11: Proust? Yeah, why? It's a cultivation license. A cultivation license doesn't come with uh, on-site consumption. If you want to do something like that, that's under a retail license. Right. This is cultivation. There is no, the state does not allow on-site consumption with a cultivation license.
5: Well, what's the problem?
11: Did well, you're, you're sort of, no. what? Yeah. Why, why, why put something on that? I think Mr. Hollister
12: had a room for consumption.
11: That's correct. He does. We, we did a retail license with him, too. As he said, yep. this is only a cultivation license. This is not retail. So we're way too early on this.
2: Are you having your motion stand still?
12: I I say let us stand, yeah.
2: Okay. Any further discussion on the motion to amend?
9: So just so I'm clear... we would then have the opportunity to make any amendments to the retail license to add something, a stipulation about consumption on site as well, correct?
11: In the future, yes, you'll see that. They'll
9: be back here for retail.
11: So what you're doing is you're saying on a cultivation license, which is a totally different room, Mm -hmm. a totally different address, where they grow, the most heavily secured operation (laughs) Other than a bank in the state of Alaska, where they don't allow anyone in without a background check and ID, you're saying you're, you're we're saying you can't let anyone go in there and smoke marijuana. Now ponder that. You don't get to do it anyway. So I, I, this is just not the right place for this,
2: Mr. Manley.
8: Just a thought, and and keep it in the spirit of what Mr. Gatewood said earlier. I also didn't support it, but I also need to respect the voters in this. I, I have to agree with Mr. Peruz that when it came to Hollister, he had retail. If Why put it in there when it's just cultivation? I guess I don't see the reason for it. If they ever choose to go to retail, they have to set, get another set of rules, build a separate room. I mean, those are my understandings for what research I've done on it. So, I mean, that's preemptive and... and I don't know if it's really necessary, just in my opinion.
5: I just feel (laughs) better.
8: I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, But it's already in the rules. Okay, I'm getting
0: tired. What about you guys? I I think I'm going to go into my um, last little stash of Good Sense grapefruit. Hold on. Mm. And the glass was beautifully made by Heather Arkell. Uh, hopefully, many of you have seen this beautiful thing. This Good Sense glass had it filled up with grapefruit. And I can still open it and smell the grapefruit. Mm, I wish you guys could smell this now. Mm, grapefruit, really. Good Sense is one of their one of their better blends, I think. What a unique taste, flavor, smell, uplifting. It's been my breakfast blend for quite a while. Okay, let's go. Let's listen. Let me take take a hit, and then we're gonna listen to their final closing comments. Okay, you can see here that how they decide. Mid Toker strain today is grapefruit. In good sense for good times. Good sense. Whoa. Okay, let's just do a quick review preview before you guys hear what's going on. We're gonna have Cleworth. We draw his objection to the protest because of on-site consumption. Because it doesn't matter. Okay. Most of the members start to agree that labor is not school. Huntington. She's still confused, but she's gonna to agree to trust the borough. And Matherly suggests maybe we should have a work session. Work session. And hopefully that's gonna happen. We've been pushing that the last couple of days. Peruse agrees not to protest. Um, he calls a point of order. Clayworth is getting mixed emotions to hold over to the next meeting. Jeff Jacobson, he tries to come in to help. Listen to him. He brings up the borough having their maps already. Um, and there's a little joke to distract things. Just listen.
8: add my thoughts again and I appreciate Mr. Pomeroy coming up, Mr. Peters coming up um, when Pākālolo came to speak to us we had no issues hardly any discussion. Different area town, in and out it just wasn't a concern tonight we've heard three different things put in front of us borough we talked about state, we talked about Fairbanks North Star Borough, we talked about number of feet and I want to know wholeheartedly exactly where we go with these so we know we're right and thoughtful going forward and i would ask if the city attorney's office could look into the feet issue and i think mr peters would understand why we need to know this this is a big big deal for the community there's people on both sides of this issue it's very 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 um, polarizing for some people but being that everybody here had a slight question nobody came out and said 100 percent yes let's do it we're all questioning it So why question it? Let's work on this. Even having a work session, to me, is worth it to make sure it's right going forward. The first one was fairly easy. The second one, not so much. I want to know more clearly. Feet to feet, space to space, walking, however you want to say it. And for the gentleman that said from Delta, with all due respect, we're not the borough. We really have to know these things. There's a lot to know when it's federally illegal, and in the state it's legal, it's just not as, well, Frank, it's not as easy as just saying yes and rubber stamping every application. I'm sorry. It's just not, it just can't rubber, We ha, when there's questions, Mr. Peters, if you were on the other side of it, you'd want to know that things were done right. That's all we're asking for. There's nothing wrong with wanting to know and wanting to be accurate. You can submit all you want, but I'm still going to want to know more from the district side of things, what they... What I just really do, I want to know more, just to be thoughtful. I, I, I may just answer. You know, please,
10: by all well, means, get educated on this. I would think that? that you all, all have been already. Every one of them. Yep.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Mr. Uh, Mr. Peters, hold on. Any further discussion on the motion, Mr. Prus?
11: I guess my final comment was, I came in here having the expectation to delay this, but I'm satisfied with what's been given to me. Where I'll be voting the affirmative to non-protest this. I'm satisfied, personally.
2: Any further discussion, Council? No. Mr. Clear?
12: Just take that and reverse it. I yeah. I came in here thinking to vote for it, and I'm not so sure. So uh, I'm be voting against it. I, I'm not sure, I'm not comfortable with the borough on these setbacks at all these this line.
9: And I, th- I think the applicant was concerned about timing-wise. And I think sometimes it's better to wait and have people be more supportive because they have the right information then say we need it now and then you have people on the fence and and not really wholeheartedly feeling like they can support it so i think um while i you know any business has has timing issues and needing to be on their schedule that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to jump on board and be on schedule too, um, you know, without without answering questions that are really important to the community, um, and it's why exactly why we're we're here to kind of balance balance those interests. So, um, I, I understand that you were hoping to have a quick answer tonight, but um, I feel like, you know, you may not get the support that that you were hoping for if that's the case. So it's sort of a I would like more more information. However, I am more comfortable with the boroughs, now that we have something from the borough, in regards to the distance, um, I'd be more comfortable with more information, but.
2: Any further discussion, Council? Ms. Rogers.
6: Well, I just wanted to say that you know, of, of all of these different comments that are being made, um, particularly about um, needing more information, I think that 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 it's especially important in the beginning of this process to have succinct and clear information. And there's enough of us, I think, that are wondering um, and and questioning. And we had some very fine people come up and make testimony tonight. I've taken a lot of notes here, but I I, I still um, think I would like to have more information.
8: Natalie. Thank you, Mayor. But I would urge that if we do end up doing this, let's, let's don't sit on it too long. We do have a business person waiting to open, so we should be respectful. And I'm, going, I'm talking on my own self as well. I don't know how we'll vote, but we owe it to the people that are trying to open these businesses to do it fairly quickly. I would even come for a special meeting if that's what it takes to clear up the questions so we know going forward exactly what we should
11: do. That's just my two cents. Thanks. Point of order, Mayor. Um, this vote is on to either protest or not.
2: The motion is motion to protest the application for the license until a certificate of occupancy is issued.
11: So, if we say
2: a lot of the discussion. Yeah, if we say
11: yes on the protest, um, that's you know what we're talking about here is some people wanting to delay it. And that's not. Whatever we do, it's going to have nothing to do with delaying any decision we make. So that's why I have a point of order. Mm-hmm. Sounds like some people want to delay this.
2: That's what I was going to add, is yeah. it sounds from the discussion like people want to uh, continue this or postpone it. But nobody's made that motion. Exactly. Exactly. Mr. Cleaver, well. No.
12: We'll give it a shot. I move that we postpone one meeting and give legal a chance to look at these setbacks and see how you determine them as a crow flies, as they walk down a sidewalk. a
2: second? We need to find out. Second. Any discussion on the motion to postpone?
9: I would add um, to clarify with the school district how they classify the, <clears throat> the training facility and how, um, just to further kind of understand that issue as well.
4: Is that a separate motion, Ms. Huntington? A motion to amend the motion no, to- well.
8: It, you can just state what you want. Just state it into his. Okay. <laughs> Add it
4: to
9: Jerry's then.
8: And on a pot,
12: That's fine, I concur. Okay, thank
8: you. And on a positive note, there's so much moving parts on this one that would be helpful going forward than the next, you know what I mean? Not everyone's going to be in this type of location, so mm-hmm. I think this will go a long way to helping us be you know, better at this. Thank you.
2: Any further discussion on the motion to postpone? Saying none, clerk, could you please call the roll?
9: Chief of Staff had something, I believe. Yep.
2: Mr. Jacobson, did you have a comment?
4: Yes, I think some of the information that you are requesting, the borough has already prepared. Okay. Uh, they identified over a year ago those sites throughout the borough that would that would be uh, classified as school sites, vocational sites, playgrounds. They were very careful with how these things were defined and where they were located and how the zoning requirements would restrict the industry unnecessarily. So I think... Um, there is no question about what the definitions are. The borough has already done that and has already plotted that out and has established those zoning setbacks and requirements on those locations that they have identified uh, and, and defined. So I don't think there's any ambiguity when it comes there. I think the, the concern is that um, individuals can't self-declare themselves to be qualifying for sites that the borough has not already identified in their pre-planning of that because that was a very big concern that the um, restrictions were justified with the setbacks. They could not uh, basically zone out permitted uses.
11: I I find this term zone out in this conversation (laughs) unique. (laughs) (laughs) But appropriate.
4: (laughs) Uh, But I do agree that, you know, it'd be very helpful to have clear determinations as far as this proposed site meets these setback requirements. They do have on on the borough website their matrix where they determine each of the different zones and what what all the requirements are. So I think it'd be very easy for the borough to provide that information in the future with any applications coming before the city. So there is no question um, as far as the... Legality of the location when it comes to compliance with setbacks.
2: Okay, so, any further discussion on the motion to postpone for one meeting <laughs> uh, with the proviso about getting information about the distances and how the school district uses Mr. Gaywood? Just for clarification,
5: that meeting will be the 8th, the second Monday, not the first Monday. No. Yeah.
10: You're correct.
2: Any this further so discussion Mr. on the Beers motion? Seeing none, clerk, could you please call the roll?
7: Mr. Clayworth?
4: Yes. Mr. Pruce? No. Mr. Rogers? Yes. Miss Huntington? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Mr. Matherly? Yes. Mr. Gatewood?
2: No. The uh, motion to postpone uh, passes. Thank you. What do you think they
0: Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud. Search Mid Toker. See! You.